Hey everybody, welcome to the ninth episode of Committed Critics, a pop culture podcast where we're not just committed to our opinions, but also each other. Aww. I'm Kevin Lau. I'm Ryan Davis. I'm Zachary Wright. How's everyone doing? I'm doing pretty good. Everyone's doing great. Cool, cool, cool. How about you, Zach? How Uh, how have you been doing? I'm a lot better now that I have gotten my, finally traded in my PS4 to get ready for PS5. Got that in-store credit. Did you trade into GameStop? Yeah, I traded in GameStop. Got my I got I got two hundred dollars for it. Surprisingly enough, it was PS4 Pro. When if you turned it in earlier, uh, when you have gotten two fifty out of it? Uh, no, it was one seventy five, and you get an extra twenty five bucks. Oh. so I got two hundred out of it. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah, I got a PS five for like three hundred. Are you getting the PS five on launch day though? I am. Yeah, I got the I got the pre order locked down. So. Yeah, no, I was about to say, like, that's better than most people, including me, which still haven't been able to uh, capture a pre-order in the wild yet. You have four windows on the 12th. You have four windows. <laughs> From Walmart, uh, the most, <laughs> the highly trafficked retail site. Because, like, literally, like, I went to GameStop, like, the morning after it was announced, uh, the morning that pre-orders were supposed to start. Um, I was just outside. I parked, like, 15 minutes before the open. I already saw a line forming. I was like, all right, I guess I'll join the line. So I joined the line, actually saw someone I recognized. We talked for a bit. Mm-hmm. And finally, like the GameStop employee came out. He's like, yeah, uh, we ran out of pre-orders yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. So you can still pre-order controllers. Uh, here's a flyer talking about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, everyone was bummed. The funny thing is, is that you guys were kind of on the fence about the PS5, whereas I'm the one that had the money saved up for it. Like, I'm ready. Like, as soon as I can get my hands on it, I'm ready. I'm paying for it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, "Eh, I guess I have the money I can spare. Like, I don't know if I really need it right now. And then I'm like, oh, I'll get a pre-order just to have it. Like, it's only 50 bucks down. Like, no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Kevin's like, I had it all ready to go. I don't even have a PS4. Like I like uh I've been using my family's PS4 whenever I want to play on that. Um, but yeah, personally, I only have like the PS2. Uh, so I really want that PS5, especially with backwards compatibility. But if you can if you can get the discless one, I'll trade you. Yeah, well, I may hold you up to that, uh, considering how fast both of them are going and the the demand mm-hmm. to each one. Yeah. But moving on. So just so you guys know, listeners, today. This episode is the season finale for Committed Critics. Woo! We did it. Uh, we are not, as you can tell by our PS5 discussion, we are not recording this in December. This is uh, at November 7th, I believe, we are recording this. Just p- to pull back the curtain a bit. Um, but I, I believe this episode comes out. What a good day. The- what this has been a really day. good day. <laughs> what a historic <laughs> this day. Is, uh, this is a historical day. <laughs> Well, he never gonna be president. Never uh, gonna be president. <laughs> Google November seventh, twenty twenty, and you'll see how great today is. Um, uh, at least for ha- apparently half the country only. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, only that's the, the better half. <laughs> only half the matters. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's the better half of the relationship. A, what, a, what a country we live in. And to think some of those people have a PS5 pre-order, and I don't. I'd be surprised if that half of the country has a PS5 <laughs> pre-order. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, so you know the meme that's been going around where, like, Joe Biden says he's, he'll promise something, and then the whole, like, United States turns blue? Yeah. So what if it's, like, Joe Biden's, like, if I become president, everyone's going to get P- PS5, and then the whole, like, state whole like nation just turns blue <laughs> see the sad thing is that won't happen because the xbox users will all riot right i mean you can just pay for an xbox you know uh, yeah. yeah i mean i guess microsoft would actually be more capable of handing out free xboxes than sony would be free playstations but oh yeah oh for sure they give them the taco bell <laughs> they they do they do a lot of things with those xboxes um, hey, uh, PS5 hand, there's a Burger King. I don't think we really can judge either side here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Man, Burger King is just premium McDonald's. Come on. That's a bold statement. I, I, I can ag- I'll agree with that. McDonald's, sir. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wait, Zach, are you telling me that you think McDonald's is be- better than Burger King? There was a time in my life where I loved Burger King. 
like I used to eat it religiously as a kid. And I I don't know. It's just I haven't had Burger King in forever. I haven't had fast food in forever. I typically avoid it. Fair. So, yeah. Especially now during COVID. Just like that's not the place I want to eat. That's fair. That is. Anyway. Um, so what's it went up to really fast? Really fast. Uh, I haven't surprisingly. This is the I think this is the first episode where I just didn't finish a book. Um, I'm just slowly reading, but like I've got been been busy with work. But uh, I've been rewatching My Hero Academia. I actually, just caught up with a uh, anime. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Watching it with my sister, showing it to her for the first time. She really loves it. I, of course, watching it the second time. Cool. Really love it. Probably even more so now than before. Um, especially like season four. When I when I was watching season four as it came out, it was kind of like eh, it feels kind of weird. Like it's different from the other seasons. But then like just binge watching it all together it's like i loved it um i'm also i'm also reading the manga i canceled my dc universe subscription because of is the transitions happening and the, not that great but um and i switched over to shonen jump um uh, which is only two dollars a month compared to dc universe's eight dollars a month so i'm just reading the my hero academia manga just trying to catch up i'm on that chapter like 210 somewhere around there kevin um, as someone who is very much caught up with it oh geez <laughs> yeah no i know i i got to that turning point um i can't say it because of spoilers it's going off uh, it's going off the rails um, <laughs> it's on dude it's it's going off the rails i'm about to start so i just finished the like the um, the class a versus class b arc so i'm about to start the oh, arc that's where that. yep that gets really violent okay good luck with that <laughs> uh, i'm sure once i catch up you'll hear everything ryan <laughs> ryan what have you been up to uh, not much, honestly. I watched, I uh, acquired the uh, My Hero Academia, the second movie, which I saw in theaters, and rewatching it again, I still enjoy it. Kevin, oh, yeah. I highly, rec- highly no, recommend actually, it. I, I bought it the day it came out. I watched it, like, uh, a, couple, a few days ago. Oh, good. Did you enjoy it, or? I really enjoyed it, and I, I definitely think it's better than the first movie. <laughs> yeah, it very much is. <laughs> I was, this is another thing where you can't like talk about spoilers, even though like the last five minutes were just like just blew my mind. Um, I was very emotional at the, those last five minutes. Um, it's not like I mean it's like it's not the greatest. Like you watch it, it's like in, in terms of like um, objectively as a movie, I think it's just kind of it's okay, like a seven out of ten. Oh yeah, it's, just, um, it's a basic anime movie. But like you know, if you're a fan of My Hero Academia, it's you know you're gonna love the movie. It's a lot of fun. Pretty much. I mean, that's really all I've done. I haven't watched Mandalorian. I haven't watched anything new. I went back to watching Food Wars again. Ryan hasn't watched a Star Wars thing? Look, I I just, for some reason, I just... Don't you know what today is about? I wasn't excited for Mandalorian. Today I, I is just, Star Wars, sir. And let me tell you this. I started watching season two of Mandalorian. The first episode is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't like the first episode. You watched the first episode of season two? I watched the first episode in season two. I didn't really care for it. I haven't oh, watched the second one I yet. I liked it. I thought it was better than anything in season one, personally. Uh, I enjoyed most of, se- I enjoyed most <laughs> that's of season a bowl. one. I, I enjoyed the episode that apparently you guys don't like, but uh, apparently some people do. Uh, the prison episode. Eh. Well, I mean, like the first, I, I will say the first season has like something for everybody. Um, yeah. So I like if someone says they like one episode more than others, and it's not doesn't line up with mine. Like I can still see why. I mean, I can still see why people will like season two, the season uh, season two premiere. Um, it's still fun, but like I don't know. It's for me, like after episode four, it's just the series just loses a lot of like dramatic conflicts. A lot or of anything. Steam, I'm afraid yeah. it's gonna get bogged down trying to you know get every like oh here's all the Star Wars people because now they've added they're adding characters from the movies and i'm like i liked it because it was separate from the movies nah i think it's gonna help it it'll help people get like watch it and enjoy it more. i feel like it'll help mainstream people like if you like if you are oh yeah that's what i'm saying you, yeah because uh it's on australia's point this out they were like laughing because they're like yeah if you're that person who was just like wondering like where's luke skywalker in the boba fett show which is not a boba fett show or if you're wondering why your kid was just screaming about baby yoda constantly then you have a reason to watch the mandalorian i'm like yeah but for me i was like this is a different take it's like a star wars away from all the whiny jedi kids and skywalkers and uh everything like it was just its own separate thing just in within the star wars universe yeah building off of that though uh the man i will say the mandalorian is so mainstream that my mom watches it and she enjoys it hey cool my mom does not like star wars at all 
Uh, but she likes Mandalorian. She likes Mandalorian. She just she just started watching it a little bit before season two premiered. She's like, I like it. And the, yeah, that's the way I judge how mainstream something is, is if my mom watches it and likes it. So that's what I'm afraid is going to turn into something very mainstream. It already is. But yeah, mainstream isn't bad, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it can be it overhyped, but mainstream isn't bad. That's me. Yeah. I don't want anything that's overhyped. And I'm like, if you guys start making if you start bogging this thing down, I'm going to start enjoying it less and less. Just ignore people. Just watch. I mean, ignore people. Right? That's on you, man. That's on you. I, I think ignore I call people it on Disney. and then just watch it for yourself and be like, you like it or you don't like. I call it, it on so. Disney. They're just gonna appeal to the majority. I mean, that's where the money's at. Yeah, they have to. I got a feeling this is gonna be the ke- this how it starts out with our Star Wars talk today, boys. What is our Star Wars talk today? Our we're we are doing a tier list of all nine Star Wars movies. We're not counting the. TV shows. We're just doing all, well, all nine Star Wars films and Solo and Rogue One. And we're also not counting the Clone Wars animated movie. Yes, correct. Not the animated movie. Oh my gosh. Zach, can people watch this tier list as we be- make it in video? As we build it? Yeah, we can. If you check out our YouTube page, at, I think it's at KFM Studios on YouTube. Yep. You can see us build the tier list in like as we do it as we scream at each other thankfully we're all in a separate room so therefore the screaming won't involve in the choking yes <laughs> zach will just mute us in post yeah basically i'll just cut you guys out i have all the power right now uh but anyways to explain how this will work so if people have if viewers who at home do not know what a tier list is we have six tiers there's s tier a tier b tier c tier d tier and f tier s is at the top being basically first place number one like the best of the best, and then it goes down to like second, third, fourth, fifth, and then last tier, which is F. So we are going to try to agree into what order to put all these 11 movies that I believe. We're going to try to. We're going to try to. This, Me, this will... being the spiteful little bastard that I am, um, put put the movies in order as they should be. Four, five, six, one, two, three, <laughs> seven, Rogue One, eight, Solo, and nine. Because Ryan can't control it right now. <laughs> Or if you're me, who's chronological and the correct way, because that's how time works. It's one, two, three, Wrong. Rogue One, Solo, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But you know. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at the. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at the sidelines, knowing full well that you can't watch it either way because George Lucas just totally screwed it up. Yes. Uh, well, he he had no control over seven, eight, and nine. That's just Disney. I mean, no, 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 no. He he did. He sold it. That was his control. He relinquished <laughs> eh, control. Yeah, I mean, fair. But the way he recut the original trilogy and every how he built the prequel trilogy, <laughs> um, it's just, you Ooh. know, there's inconsistencies no matter which way you watch it. So from there, we're starting with A New Hope. Star mm-hmm. Wars Episode Four, the original Star Wars, as people refer it, as original purists refer to as Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I want you to lead the talk on this one. Where do you think episode four a new hope goes uh so for like a quick disclaimer i'm not really that much of a star wars fan um i've i've seen every movie twice i just don't care for it it's there's some i like more than others but that's about it the series the, the series. series correct not star wars yeah, the, the series okay. now for star wars a new hope um i think it's just okay it's not as good as it could have been um it is not terrible uh there's definitely like a lot of problems with the direction uh because george lucas is just not a good Mm -hmm. director yeah uh when you watch the movie either both either both the original or the new current uh cut of it you can tell there's a lot of like a lot of like editing had to be done to fix the director the problems with the direction um that just feel really weird and inconsistent and then the writing is to interrupt real quick yeah to interrupt real quick that I want to point out the editing technological marvel. Yeah. Because the editing that had to be done on this film saved the whole franchise and series and made it what it is today. The editors saved the entire film. Yeah. That being said, directors, please do not rely on your editors to fix your movie. But yeah, please don't. Please don't rely on me to direct your film. Just post. because just because Star Wars A New Hope worked out doesn't mean it's always going to work out. Uh, the writing was just kind of okay. Uh, definitely Princess Leia was very underwritten compared to Luke and Han and all of them. But that being said, A New Hope, I placed it between B and C. 
I lean more towards C because I just think it's just okay, but I'm totally cool with it being B because it's a uh, it is a technical marvel. Mm-hmm. It's it um it pushed a lot of like uh um technology into the film industry that was just not there currently and just invented a whole new practical effects. Right. It was a uh, it was a nice genre mash of uh Japanese samurai stories and science fiction and fantasy elements. Kind of all space opera. Yeah, kind of all just blended together on the big str- on the big screen. That people nor haven't seen hadn't seen in theaters, just more like in on TV and in um, books beforehand. It was probably one of the it was probably the birthplace of most like franchises, like uh, franchise movies. Like if you think about it, uh, not ne- I don't know about franchise movies. It wasn't uh, planned to be one, but it ended up becoming one. Right, I think there was there were more franchises beforehand. Like uh, James Bond was old. Oh, okay, yeah, old. yeah, yeah. yeah there's James a Bond, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole bunch of other film franchises back in the day. Just, just like not all of them have carried over to currently, uh, like Star Wars has. Ryan, where do you think it belongs? Uh, I honestly can concur with Kevin on that, or in B or C tier. I, I like. I am a Star Wars fan, <laughs> as some people know. I defend these movies with my dying breath, but I honestly would put it in B or C tier. <laughs> I'm. I can't decide on which one I would lean more towards, only because it is, as you guys said, technological marvel. Uh, it's the nostalgia that really hits for me, uh, but it also mm-hmm. it's a very basic story. It's very basic. Uh, yeah. Meet hero. Hero goes on an epic journey with master. Uh, master gets killed. Hero get uh, says, "Well, I learned powers now." Beats main villain. Blows up things. I can make it easy for you. We can put it in B tier. I was gonna fight for it being A tier, but there's no reason to fight you guys. You both agree on B tier. Yeah, that's right. Does that sound good? Yeah. But yeah, no, like a new Crash. hope is just it's a basic story to kind of get you introduced to the world. I was gonna ask Zach, why did why do you think it should be an A tier? Just because it's kicked everything off. I think it's it earned its place in that A tier, but like I said, there's no reason to find you guys if I can't get it to A tier. That's fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh I I also I don't think there's a genuine like genuine S tier movie in here. Maybe maybe Empire Strikes Back, but that's the uh, <laughs> Okay. Well speaking of Empire Strikes Back that i I appreciate that kevin i I appreciate that so empire strikes back the movie where we found out vader was luke's father wow what a plot Uh, twist zach did you want to lead this one like i said i will put it in s or a tier i can i don't believe it deserves a tier i think it's s tier because objectively it's probably if you google greatest sequel or greatest movie of all time it probably pops in that list mm-hmm. because it gave us probably the first real lightsaber duel like besides the obi-wan and ben or obi-wan and vader one the first one you call that a lightsaber duel it gives us a real first lightsaber duel it gives us stakes it's the heroes don't win the end you lose han solo um mm-hmm. it's a good story you're in rapture the entire time i think it deserves s tier because it has that standard but i don't know if kevin would agree with me it's an s tier movie um i agree it is one of the two movies i have an s tier uh, but before I before I dig into it, how about you, Ryan? Where would you put it? I would also I would put it in either A, maybe B tier, but I'll lean more to A. Whoa! And I, that's, I know that surprises you, but putting it in it, a B tier is like a hot take. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. It's a good movie. It's a great sequel. Darth Vader being revealed as Luke's father is great. Luke struggle with like you know, mm-hmm. oh, I have some of these dark inhibitions, but you don't see it as much. The introduction of Yoda. It's great. But the entire Han, Leia, Chewie, uh, C-3PO, every single time I watch that movie, I just get bored as it goes along. And I'm like, can we just... Really? What do you what? mean? That's great. I, it gets... it gets Until the, until they get to Cloud City, what? I feel like that just drags on for a period of time. Oh, my It's God. like after, a, after, after Hoth, it go, it's good. And then it gets to... Uh, and then it's like they just keep flying. And it's like every single time... They try to do something. The Millennium Falcon breaks down. And it's like, again? Really? Okay, here we go again. And it's like, we're just being bogged down. I'm like, I want to see what's going on with Luke. Because the time difference in that is so crazy. It's ridiculous. Kevin, can we override Ryan and put an S tier? Yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, because I, I think it's a fantastic it is, it's just okay. It's not the best Star Wars movie. It is it, the best Star Wars movie. It's not <laughs> the best down. Star Wars movie. It's... Uh, it, it it's, is the best Star Wars the movie. Best, it is the most Star Wars of all the, the best, Star Wars movies. Like sequel yes. 
the like second movie out of them out of them all but it's not i wouldn't say s tier it's a tier every star wars movie after empire strikes back mimics empire strikes back more than they mimic a new Hope. oh yeah no it definitely does yeah. like empire strikes back is, is the palette of star wars like this is star wars empire oh. strikes back is star wars yeah guys i'm a star wars hardcore fan but after i've watched empire so many times and i'm like it's it's a it's second place on my entire my of all star wars movies rank it's number two god i want to watch empire now <laughs> i just want to sit down and watch it <laughs> but it's just a really solid action adventure you know you just got it just takes you on a whole emotional roller coaster and it's all just so much fun and engaging. Uh, when I watched it a second time, um, I think was it earlier. You texted me where we're like, wow. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like earlier this year or late last year was like, I was just really engaged in it with it. And then like, I kind of forgot Vader was Luke's father. Uh, and then the twist happened. I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, and I, for- and I also forgot his hand got cut off. So I was freaking out about that, but no, no, it's like, I, I really like it. Um, All right, we got to move on. Yeah, I don't like Star Wars, but I really like Empire Strikes Back. I'll, I'll just leave it with this. Empire is more of a social movie for me. It's entertaining to watch with a group of friends because of how iconic it is. But watching it on my own, I would not say it's that is not that high. I think it just goes with any movie where if you watch it enough times, it, kinda, it just kind of gets tired, tiring. Yeah. Um. Even I can I can totally see that happening with Empire Strikes Back. Like I, if I watch it like yeah, I agree. So many times and be like, all right, I, I need something else. <laughs> see, I'll um, have a different opinion on that in a, in a couple movies later, but we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> all right, moving on, moving on, moving on. What's next, Zach? Return of the Jedi. That's an A tier for me. I was gonna say A tier too. I was gonna say B tier, but uh, I'll I, I will I'll concede on this one because I have a lot more to fight on later on. <laughs> here's the thing the first the first act of return of the jedi really good it falls apart a little bit in the second act because there really is no second act but the third act with the three planes of action with luke vader and the emperor in the throne room that act might be maybe one of the best things in the original trilogy that's fair i'll give you that mm-hmm. one the whole entire throne sequence is probably the best part of the original trilogy yeah no totally um, I think it's solid all the way through. Like I was never bothered with the Ewoks or anything. I was bothered um, with the Ewoks. It just it is kind of like it lose steam when you get to Endor. They're kind of like just trying to get, but you're trying to get Luke to Vader at some point. But yeah, no, it's just like it's a lot of setup and then like a lot of payoff, and it just all does it really well. It's not like five out of five, but it's still a very enjoyable film. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, the climax of the film, the whole entire third act was just amazing. I uh, agree with Kevin on the, I, the Ewoks then bogged me down. It's the opening that kind of bogged me down because it was just like, yeah. why are we all walking in here one at a time when we can just like storm the place? And it's <laughs> yeah, like, we have a Jedi. We have someone who's already undercover inside. We I have a Wookiee. Just get Han off the dang thing. And that's why I'm like, heist, some of the heists they do in later Star Wars movies, I'm like, this makes more sense. You put the team together and use the whole team. You didn't just go in one at a time and get captured one at a time. Ryan, can you live with it being an A tier or do you really want it in B tier? I can live with it being an A tier. It, it It's fine. Because, <laughs> I, again, I have stuff to... Like an A minus tier or B plus? <laughs> I still have stuff to fight. I have stuff to fight on with all my soul and being in this next these next three movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Crack's neck. Oh, oh dear yeah. God. All right. Next one. Next one. Ugh. Phantom Menace. Ryan, I'll let you lead the discussion on this one. All right. Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie I ever watched. That was the one my dad had. We watched it. I he enjoy he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I am not one of the few people who have no problem with pod racing. Yes, it's a long scene. But I was like, oh, this is a cool thing. It's pod racing. I also had no problem with the pod racing. Um, I feel like pod racing is cool. It's cool in theory. The problem is the politics is where it bo- drags down. And so I'm like, well, dang, this is where we move slow. Because there's a whole, like, I guess 20, 30 minutes where it's just like we go back and forth between the Senate and the Jedi Council just sitting around. And I'm like, okay, cool. Put a, but then, put a pin in that when we get to Attack of the Clones. Continue. But then we get to Darth Maul and one of the best soundtrack moments in the entire Star Wars franchise, in my opinion. One of the best lightsaber duels. I really wish they hadn't killed off Darth Maul. Spoiler if you've never seen it, but if you hadn't seen it, it's 20 years old. <laughs> 20 plus years old. 
But um, yeah, like Darth Maul, I really think they shouldn't have killed him. He should have been the villain throughout the entire tr- uh, prequel trilogy leading up into Anakin becoming Darth Vader. I had no problem with Kid Anakin. I enjoyed Qui-Gon and uh, Obi-Wan. And I am one of the few people who did, had no problem with Jar Jar Binks in this movie. He was more annoying in episode two, but in episode one, I enjoyed him. That is what I have to say. My one gripe about like Phantom Menace is there are parts of it where like just George Lucas wasn't thinking. Like in pod racing, <laughs> for example. Here no, just hear me hear me out. Like Anakin, like his pod his pod breaks and he goes to fix it. Instead of him like using the force to fix it and like showing to the audience he's powerful in the force, he pulls out a freaking stick and like pulls the engine back to get it to be fixed. Well, Anakin doesn't argue. use the force. He yeah, used... he never uses the force at all in this movie, besides I guess blowing up no literally nothing yeah. he just he just has the potential i'm gonna argue on this oh go he's on. not oh i'm gonna argue because yeah, me and zach had a discussion earlier about luke using the force in episode four because you argued he used the force in order to blow up the death star i argue anakin used the force to pod race and also to blow up the control ship for the uh separatists because he didn't use the force physically because that's what everyone keeps like saying the force is when you push stuff and pull stuff well, yeah no he used the force to better control himself yes he was he wasn't trained enough to start pulling and pushing stuff he was only well, here's where he's the same way as luke where it's like yeah he only can control he's using it for flight because he's not trained in it at all here's the thing we see harry no we see luke talk to ben and like believe in the force we have mark hamill get that across mm-hmm. like with his like motions and stuff like that mm-hmm. we are told by qui-gon oh yeah he's strong with midichlorians and like we're just told that oh he probably can pod race really well he's the only human to pod race because he has high midichlorians we aren't shown well, like the same way we're told luke we're told, luke, we're told well, I mean, luke is like a great pilot but we never see it until the very end yeah and so i'm like <laughs> anakin at least yeah. we see him practicing for the pod racing and then also i mean mm-hmm. it's the fact that he if you're talking about the whole believing thing anakin believed in the jedi from the very beginning he believed that no jedi could ever be killed so he like he it makes sense that he would have a strong connection to the force without training yes he's not pulling and pushing but can he control a pod racer can he fly yes yeah so i mean actually i agree with ryan um knowing george lucas's style i think ryan's um theory is actually correct uh in terms of like visual poetry and what he tries to do and how he tries to let the image tell the story even though he's really bad at it (laughs) like um (laughs) uh it's there uh so, but yeah, no, because, you know, with the way this force works, like, you know, he can just be more observant and like have better control of like how he controls things. Um, so that way he's just more he's just more aware of like uh, his surroundings and like how to control his ship and so much, and you know, so um, all that. But um, but yeah, so I think I'm going to side with Ryan on this one that Anakin does have the force and we don't need to be told. We don't need someone, a voiceover of someone be like, and then Anakin uses the force to do this and this. Um, it's just, it's there. But like I said, George Lucas is a bad director. So, yeah. I mean, it's not there. We have to assume. But anyway. Continue. Yeah, we're left we to assume. Uh, I actually kind of like, I like, so my opinion of Phantom Menace is very flipped from everyone else's. Um, I really like the Phantom Menace up until the third act. Like once the, once the final fight starts happening and like things are blowing up, I stop caring. Uh, when Darth Maul shows up and they fight Darth Maul, it is like I found. I think it's one of the least compelling fights of the whole series. That hurt. Um, Damn. Yeah. Sorry, I don't like Duel of the Fates because it's just like dramatically. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really care either way. Yeah, but dr- yeah, go ahead. Dramatically, there's nothing going on. It's just like, oh look, there's a bad guy. Let's fight him, and then they just that, fight him with cool that's fair, styles. And then they try to recreate the three planes of action from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but you have no stakes. You don't care about anything going on because right. it's just a whole visual hodgepodge of your ass. The whole like, there's no real relationship between Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Um, so it's like you know, there's no communication between. And there's yeah, there's no communication between the partners either, or like sense of understanding the situation or anything like that. They're just like. Just I, I read fight, a thing fight. which I kind of agree with is whether I say this is Duel of Fates because this is deciding Anakin's fate. If Qui-Gon dies, which we know he does, that determines who will train Anakin, which is Obi-Wan, 
who did not have as much faith in Anakin as Qui-Gon did. And so it basically, Anakin's entire future is decided in this battle. But also with the whole, the partners don't uh, discuss, like communicate with each other. It's not shown as well in this movie because half the movie, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are separated. But the thing is supposed to be a master and a Padawan Mm -hmm. are supposed to have like a complete trust in each other. We see it more in Clone Wars and with Anakin Obi-Wan than we do with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. But I get what you mean, Kevin. It's not the it's not shown communication. Once again, it's it's there. Like the idea is there. The execution is just terrible. And like even though I like the first everything before that in the movie, it's still like the execution is still very off because it's just so compact with information. You have to listen to every single line of dialogue. Um my when I watched it a second when I rewatched it recently, uh my Blu-ray was scratched. Uh so it actually skipped like 10 seconds. And when I skipped that 10 seconds, I was lost. I had no idea what was going on. Jordan and I fell asleep during Duel of Fates when we rewatched it because we were just, like just t- so tired from having to listen to all the dialogue. Well, I mean, I'm totally fine with a movie with dialogue. Um, it's just like, you know, there's a time and place. It it, it didn't bother me too much, uh, because it just I don't know. It was just my taste. All right, we gotta movies, pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. Um so Ryan, where do you want to set? I'd argue for B. I know you guys probably want to put it lower. If you want to put in C, that's fine, but I'd argue it's a B minus if anything if you want to put kevin it in- where do you put it at uh i i uh between c and d so i can go c i'm not like wow. touch b i know here oh my gosh phantom y'all, Menace is you guys C-tier? Were- we're star wars fans are gonna light us on fire here's the thing i'll throw Kev- i'll throw ryan a bone on this one yeah because he's gonna fight for tooth and nail for the next one to be lower and i'm gonna be like <laughs> no i will fight the, oh man, right. I know I'm going to go down, down because Attack I, the I'm already literally having to fight two to one on the entire prequels. But you know. Ryan, just off the bat, just off the bat, where do you want to put Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones? I put it in B tier again. Oh my God. I would put, Absolutely not. I put, Absolutely I put it in B tier because no. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, Anakin's a whiny. Yes, he's a teenager who is also having to deal with his own emotions. But plus the fact that he was right, like he was taking from everything he knew. The closest thing he has a connection to is both Obi-Wan and Padme. And then he's also struggling with his emotions because he's like, oh, Padme looks beautiful. But also the fact of he has this huge destiny in front of him. And then he like everything he's known, his mother is taken away from him. And it's just he's again, Anakin is one of my favorite is my probably my favorite character in all of Star Wars. I find him more compelling than Luke. Because at the end of the day, Anakin is supposed to be a more emotional than any of the other Jedi. Here's my thing. Because the Force is connected to emotion. Here's my thing. I understand where you're pulling all this information from and how you like understand it. Like It comes from Clone Wars. It comes from your saying of the whole world of Star Wars. Right. However, Attack of the Clones is a movie. That is not there in the slightest. Not one bit. If you say so, I see it. I completely see. I you only you you only see it because you know that what the story of Star Wars is about. You're looking at the franchise. I mean, like, are we looking at this as a franchise? Because some of these other movies we look at as a franchise. I mean, I mean, we, we look can, at it as a franchise. Yeah. Then we did. But the, end the of other it. thing, you guys can look at it. You guys can see it as a franchise. I'm seeing it as a movie because I'm not familiar with yeah. outside much outside of the movies. That's why I wanted Kevin here because he can look at them each as a each as a film. Because I'm like, I, I if we're doing if we're doing this on like film critiques, uh, we already know my opinions on those. Attack of the Clones is the second worst Star Wars movie. <laughs> yes. Anyway, here my two cents on this real quick. Attack of the Clones breaks the cardinal uh show don't tell rule i know i said it before mm-hmm. however this can first be seen the first five minutes when obi-wan and anakin are going up an elevator and are like oh remember that time i saved you master oh yeah you saved me from that nasty gundar pit it would have been so much cooler and so much more believable if we would have seen anakin saving obi-wan from a nasty gundar pit mm-hmm. i got this this idea was i think i think i heard this in like a podcast when they were reviewing star wars movies like that would be so cool. It'd be kind of like, I know you don't like Thor Ragnarok, but it'd be kind of like Anakin hanging there and be like, oh, this is me. How am I going to get out of the situation? Yeah. And he uses some cool force Jedi voodoo shit and kicks ass. Basically like a really interesting admit, prologue. The first act is very rough. The yeah. second act and the third act kill it for me. It, especially that whole entire scene in the Geonosian arena. Love it. I enjoy everything mm-hmm. with Obi-Wan on Kamino. I enjoy everything with Anakin and Padme on both Naboo and Tatooine. Really? Is the first, that first act. What about Mace Windu and Yoda? 
knowing Obi-Wan's in trouble. And they're like, oh, cool. And they go off and watch the Chancellor declare, watch Jar Jar give the Chancellor power. I'm like, oh, I guess we probably should be should go save Obi Wan now, and then they show up. Think, think of this as a tactical. Think of this as a tactical decision. You don't know if you're gonna have backup when you get there. You're gonna take all your experienced Jedi, and it's like, well, hopefully somebody will come save us if we do get into a pickle. But hopefully nothing will come to that come that far. You get there, pretty much most of you die, and then it's like, well, if you hadn't stayed and known there was gonna be an army on the way. You're dead. <laughs> they didn't know there was an army coming. Yoda just day ex machina clones, and that's it. Yeah. They, Mace Windu had a faint idea, that like, hey, an army will be here. I don't know if I'm going to be alive or not when it gets here, but there'll be an army on the way. And plus, I mean, I just, again, I enjoy the entire Genos in battle. You see uh, as many Jedi, that you get to see an army of Jedi, which you never got to see in the originals. You got to see actual, like the actual Jedi acting as a, like a force. I will admit the arena scene is really cool. I, when I was younger, I used to love seeing all the colored lightsabers, ha- like swinging, having a great time in the Geno. Arena. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Geonosian arena. It's fun. Yeah. I like it a lot. Kevin, what are your thoughts? Uh, oh man. <laughs> Tag of the clone just bored me to death. Um, and it's like, <laughs> what? Over two hours, two and a half hours or something like that. Is it really that long? Hours. Oh my two God. <laughs> i'll google it keep talking oh zach you can't google it Isn't, you can't I think google it's the it. longest well at least one of the longest star wars movies you're on the tier list i'll I'll google it oh yeah thank you good call good call <laughs> no so yeah i just hate everything about attack of the clones um it's just bad all around no, nothing redeemable wow. it's two hours and 22 minutes two hours and 22 minutes oh my God. i did not realize it was that long it's too long you're telling me Revenge of, Sith's lo- Revenge of the Sith is longer than Attack of the Clones? Uh, no. Actually, it is two hours and twenty minutes. It is two minutes less than oh, Attack of the Clones. Shit. <laughs> then what's Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace is only two hours. I guess uh, it's exactly two hours two and hours. sixteen minutes. No way. Wow, the prequels. Oh, wow. No wonder so I they're like all these. roughly. <laughs> they're all same, yeah. Um, but but oh, I'm surprised. Um, George Lucas kind of like banked on jar jar banks he's like yeah jar jar banks uh ruined you know doomed all of star wars um that was surprising it made no Starting sense you guys why. saying this is a long movie last jedi is two hours two and a half hours so stop talking and i will sit there and watch the whole two and a half hours we'll yes, get to that please. one in a while in a while too all right anyway this is the worst two and a half hours <laughs> most boring two and a half hours I've so been. y'all are gonna try and rank this as i'm assuming f i will not let it touch f if you want to put it in C, go ahead. What about D? I can I can put it in D. D? Ugh, do I really have I'll to? put okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll give no, I'll give you I'll give you a I'll give you the D because again, <laughs> nice. the last He's movie, gonna give us the D. I you are <laughs> you guys, I will have to fight. I will fight on this next movie to my heart's content if you are going if you have put what we have put in S tier. So go ahead and put it in D. So okay, Attack of the Clones in D tier. Oh my God, Attack of the Clones. Why? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. You better put that in S tier right now. Uh, Absolutely is, not. Yes, if you want to say if you want to say Empire Strikes Back S tier, Revenge of the Sith is S tier. Absolutely. I, I have I cannot compromise on this. It is S tier. No, Revenge of the Sith no. is is C tier for me. C tier. Jesus Christ, y'all are yeah. insane. It's like a Here's solid C. <laughs> I can give it A or B, right? <laughs> You're gonna give Empire Strikes Back S tier. Yes, hundred no. percent. Yes. No, yes. I want to. I yes. want to recount. You can put Empire A tier if you're gonna put Revenge of the Sith lower. No, <laughs> no, they're not comparable. Look, Ryan, I'll, Revenge of the Sith is totally like. I'll, you can put it at anywhere because I understand how important it is to Star Wars, but as a movie, it it's is like the pinnacle. It's okay. The pinnacle, the pinnacle of Star Wars. That is Revenge the- of the Sith is the if Empire Strikes Back is like what Star Wars is. Revenge of the Sith is what like everyone knows it for now. It's the cult classic. It's meme. like a no. I, it's I like will... a hollow echo. I here's the thing, <laughs> Ryan. I love Revenge of the Sith. I really do. I enjoy it a lot. However. In my heart of hearts, I know it is not anywhere close to Empire. I can't put, I cannot knowingly put Empire at S tier if you're going to put, if you're going to put Revenge of the Sith anything lower than A. Ryan, I I cannot, (laughs) I I can't in good good conscience. I can't, I cannot compromise on Empire Strikes Back. I I give you permission to override me on this one because it's just like, I don't know. I like, I see, I see how important it is to the series. 
I just, you know, it was just okay. I know how important it is to Ryan personally. This movie is the only is the only Star Wars movie that has made me emotional. The only one of the few movies that have made me emotional. Really? The like, only one. Literally. This is the only movie I if I am completely invested in Anakin's story. The fall of a hero is one of my favorite concepts ever. I enjoy the Anakin Obi Wan. That last scene with Anakin Obi Wan standing over the lava flow that brings a tear to my eye every single time. I Order sixty six hurts me every time emotionally. I am invested in how Palpatine manipulates Anakin. It's Revenge of the Sith for me is the pinnacle star from the beginning of the movie where the drums start beating as you see the the uh, the cruiser come in and you see the ships and yeah. you see the entire start of the battle i was like this is it this is what i wanted from star wars all from the beginning this is where we have we have the war we have all these different characters whose stories all diverge and then come back together at the end it's uh this movie is the three acts the three acts of Revenge of the sith are what the prequel series should have been personally yes because revenge of the sith is when the the plot of the prequels actually start um so you have to get through two really long movies before you can actually get to the one that actually is kind of but that's because they're building up anakin obi-wan and padme these characters who will be like detrimental you could have built them up in the exact same way if you did it in like the three acts of Revenge of the sith spread between three movies Anakin Obi-Wan adventure in the first one. It was just like those movies didn't really build up anything. They just kind of happened. But it's also to establish, hey, Darth Vader is like, hey, there's this little kid. It goes back to that question of like, but you shoot like Hitler in the face as a baby. Like that's what, like you see Darth Vader was a normal kid with a normal, with a normal childhood. He had, he like, he. In this case? Yes. Yes. The, Brian, (laughs) Anakin has so many red flags. Like. Especially in Attack of the Clones. He literally he <laughs> goes through so much heartbreak. He goes through everything. His la- his one wish is to save the one person he has like put everything in. He's lost his mother. He's lost the first man who ever believed in him. He yes, because at the end at the end, his motivation changes from I want he Padme. to save her to I want the power to do whatever to do whatever. And he kind of regret, and you you find that he regrets that afterwards when he asks, "Is Padme all right?" Because he's like, "I have the power now, but is she all right?" I've lost. No, pretty she's much- dead. <laughs> okay, yes, and he okay. Finds- hang, on, hang on, hang on, everyone, stop. Ryan, we'll bide you time. We won't rank this one yet. We'll do it at the end. We gotta move on. We're running out of time here. <laughs> we can just kind of speed through the next one. We'll hang on to it. Let's move on to. Let's hang on to it. We'll come back to it. just at the end. All right. Force Awakens. Where does Force Awakens go? Uh, it's a uh, in between C and D for me. I would it's agree. Between A and B for me. What? What? Hey, <laughs> what? It's the only. It's the only good sequel. It's the only good sequel movie. Oh, and my I gosh. stand by that. Oh. It's the only good sequel movie because it's the only one they had an idea what they were doing, and it's the only one that doesn't just say "screw you" to any other movie. It is. Yeah. Uh... It's just New Hope. It's just a new and hope. And it again. does new help. It does new hope better. It does it better. In no, my that's what I originally thought when I saw it, but then I watched rewatched it all together. I was like, oh, actually, a new hope was better because they lose it in the third act. They copy yeah. everything verbatim until the third. New act. hope is basic. Uh, like yes, it's the start of it all. It's the nostalgia, but like this movie, as I I've written about, it hits on the nostalgia, but it ups the ante. It gives you new characters. It gives you the old characters. It gives you that sense of Star Wars. It gives you that sense of Star Wars magic that I kind of feel from both the prequels and the originals, and just meshes them together. I enjoy- well, that's what Force Awakens is. Force Awakens is just, is just about a, the theme of Force Awakens. It's a love, is it's a love yes. story. A love story to all of Star Wars, in my opinion, and it does, and it gives me everything i wanted from the movie i was i got i was sad to see han die not not emotional like i was in episode three but i was sad to see han die i was i was still in shock every single time i watched the movie i'm like that's han dying like han solo killed by his own son falls into the pit i'm just like han's dead now you see chewie has have his old rage moment are there some moments in the movie i think they could have changed yes chewie should have definitely gotten a hug from leia at the end of that movie <laughs> but they were really focused on making Ray everything. They they hurt. This is the only movie that Finn is a 
it has a good character. So I do, I will give Force Awakens a pass on being nostalgia bomb because it is coming right after the prequels. Uh, so basically, yes. it's like you know they need it to be. They need it to be like a nostalgia bomb to win people back. Uh, be like, hey, it's going to be more like the original trilogy, or you know, uh, you know, it's not good. It's not going to be another prequel situation. Uh, things that poorly aged. For uh, me, the <laughs> nostalgia bomb ends after the Starkiller base blows everything up because then it loses the New Hope track and starts. That's that's that, where you realize that, that. Hang on, no, no, hang that's on, the hang end on. of the movie. No, I mean not when Starkiller base blows up the six planets in the middle of the movie, whatever. Um, after that, you realize that like, oh, they have no idea what they want to do next. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like the herald for the next two movies, where like there was no roadmap, there was no Kevin Feige MCU what we want to do next yeah it was just it was just the force awakens is going to copy a new hope and be a big payday for disney and star wars yep. and i wish they had put a map to it which is why i'm not putting it s tier and i'm saying either a or b tier because they didn't have a roadmap to it and i get that that is a very problematic uh scenario for it but at the same time because it's the beginning it's the only movie that makes sense in the entire series and and the entire trilogy and the entire uh sequel trilogy it's the only one that like works the other two are just big middle fingers to their predecessors i disagree i know kevin disagrees too anyway okay (laughs) you said a or b i know you said b or a ryan kevin what do you want it i i would say between c and d I'm fine with it being in B. Put it next like to New Hope. It's New Hope remat is new Reho- New Hope remastered. So just oh put it next God. to <laughs> Force Awakens on par with. I'd new say hope. put it oh, right boy. next to it since it's, if you guys want to say it's just New Hope re- uh, rehashed. Put it right next to it. No, Force Awakens does not deserve to be next to a New Hope. It has to go below. See, this is this, this is what I was afraid of. Y'all gonna put all the original. However, ones. here's the thing, we Kevin, we have to give Ryan something, otherwise he's gonna get mad. Yeah. So we can give this one to Ryan. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! No, put it back in C then. <laughs> if you're gonna, if I have to, I'm gonna come back to episode three. You can put it in C. I'll concede on e- almost everything else. Ryan, are you gonna give us Last Jedi? Last Jedi? What'd you say? Will you give us Last Jedi, please? Are you gonna put that in S tier? Uh, or A? I will not put Last Jedi in S tier solely just so we don't get hate from the vile pits of the Star Wars fandom. Well, just so the audience knows. I, Kevin Lau, love The Last Jedi, and I will put it in S tier in my heart. Oh, I do too. I would put it in S tier in my heart as well. However, we'll just get like flagged on YouTube officially. For hate speech or something. <laughs> I can do A tier. In my in my heart, I put The Last Jedi at B or C tier. Oh, hang on, we're on B. Rogue One. Hang on, hang on, back up. Oh, back up. Rogue oh, One. Oh, Rogue One. Um, D tier question mark. That, that it, it's a solid D for me. But B or C for me. I can put it in C. Put it in C. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, it's boring. Jordan, I fell asleep watching it again. Again, I, that movie kept me awake the entire time. The best parts of third act, and when Vader shows up and slaughters the rebels. That's not even the third act. That's just like the epilogue. I. This is what I was afraid of. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of. I need a whole. I need to make a whole dissertation on Star Wars. Well, damn it, you can do that. I mean, you did. That's how you got your scholarship. <laughs> yeah, that's a, literally. I got a scholarship off that's this true. guys. Come on, and I still don't know. And how. yet, you didn't enter film. Wild, because they recognize game. If you guys had gone in there, you probably wouldn't have gotten anything. Damn it! All right, Last Jedi. As I said, B or C tier. It's a happy medium. It does some good. It does how a about lot. Of, it does an A, Ryan. Would you accept an A? I'd accept a B. Zach, <laughs> I can't. I can't put it. I can't. I can't put it next. How? If you can't put if you can't put Revenge of the Sith the S tier A tier. How are you gonna put Last? Here's Jedi? my thing. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can put Last Jedi if we move Force Awakens down to C tier. You can put Last Jedi in what? In B. In B tier. I can't. Oh, what the hell? Again, you think Last Jedi is better than Force Awakens? That hurts me. What? Yeah. hundred percent. That hurts me. It, it's nowhere. Because it's the most Star Wars sequel there is it, because it tries to what? do something different. It's literally the most different from all the Star Wars sequels. That's why everyone either loved it or hated it. Actually. Exactly. That's the same thing of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> There's so many. It's The Last Jedi actually echoes a whole lot from Empire Strikes, from the original trilogy. Um, it borrows so much from it that. Didn't you uh, guys I just think... finish? <laughs> go, go, Kevin. No. Yeah, no, it's. The Last Jedi is the is like the most Star Wars of the sequel trilogy. Um, I can write a whole dissertation on how the the visual poetry extends from George Lucas's work to um, Ryan Johnson's work, 
and it's yeah it's all there it's not as it's not as um uh it's not as different as people think it is or claim it to be it's actually like very in line of the original trilogy y'all just got done arguing me that force awakens is bad because it's literally star wars rehashed then you say this is star wars rehashed and i'm like make it make sense no 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 it's not it's not it's not rehashed it's like as i say the whole kylo ray and luke thing that was a good point for star wars a good point for it everything else in that movie was very just ugh, and like even like at the ending i was like it just this was also the starting the downfall for what happens in nine luke becomes literally a new hope again mm-hmm. here okay we have to make a decision here I'm stick. I'm sticking with B. It's a B. I will only oh, play no. if we move Force Awakens. <laughs> Where are you putting Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> F. F. Okay, I'll I'll concede on that one. I'll con- I'll give you Rise of Skywalker F. <laughs> okay, so we're so Force Awakens. Are we moving that to C tier? Hello, Ryan. Ryan, that's your call. Uh, if we do, I'm gonna have to put every last bit of my soul into Episode Three. So do it at your own risk. We can give we can give him Revenge of the Sith. All right, I'm putting Last Jedi and B tier. I'll give him Revenge of the Sith an A tier. <sighs> I'm not giving it S tier. <laughs> I can't believe y'all. <laughs> you, can't, you have to give the prequels its love. Damn it. No. No, because they're trash. You anyway, only, <laughs> you have to give this one prequel some solo. Love. Ryan, where do you want solo at? F. F. Right. Put it right in F. Uh, that is again. What's your name? Han. What's your last name? Kevin. I had it in C. I can totally see it being in D. Um, it's just fine. It's just an average movie. How the hell? It's just, yeah, we didn't need it. No one wanted it. How the hell? Everyone wanted the Phil Lord movie. Phil Lord Chris Miller movie, but uh, not the one we got. What the hell is going on here? Honestly, this list is pretty on par. For this is yeah, because it's, yeah, I'm fighting two film majors. I should have known I was gonna lose this fight. Not even film majors. We just have decent, <laughs> decent takes in Star Wars. Y'all don't, you don't feel the heart of it. You don't get the heart of it. Damn it. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> the heart of it is cold hard cash. Yeah, Zach, you also, you also didn't, re- you also didn't like the books. <laughs> I mean, I did like the books. They just weren't that great. jeez. Oh, I like the. I like the books that were after the original, the original trilogy. I like those. I like the ones that that were doing the prequel trilogy. Yeah. I will never read anything from the sequel trilogy because in my head, I the sequel trilogy. I wish it wasn't canon. <laughs> in an alternate universe, the sequel trilogy doesn't exist. Oof. All right, solo and F or D tier. Solo, solo F. Wait, which one? F or D tier solo. I, I would put it in D, but if you put solo and F, I'll final. I'll give you a, a range of the set at A. I can live with that. Yeah, it's not let's put I can, solo and F. No one really cares about so it. So Ranger Sith goes in A now? Yeah, you can put it in A. It's not an A tier movie. It's You're an right, S tier movie. It's but a C tier movie at best. <laughs> it's an S tier movie. I love how like and Zach and so I were just all like, the audience, we, we cared so little about solo. We're like, yeah, we could just toss in the fire. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> for, for all the listeners, this tier list does not reflect Ryan Davis at all. At all, we know this. This Ryan, you should put together your tier list and just post it on Twitter. Or can something. I put my? Can we just put my tier list at the end of this movie just to show what Ryan? Oh, did? actually, yeah, we can actually Zach. Yeah, we can just do a screen yeah, cap of like yeah. our individual ones. Yeah, let's do that at the end. Of- just show, just show my my little tier. What my tier list would be at the end. All right, and then Rise of Skywalker. F. F. Kevin. Oh I assume yeah, one hundred percent. Like. Okay. Attack of the Clones is second worst. Rise of Skywalker is the worst. I agree. I think the only redeeming quality from that entire movie is the fact that I get to see Lando one more time. I mean, even then. Pretty much it. Yeah. The redeeming quality is I got to see three black people in Star Wars. That has never been done. There's only been one in in any movie. Yeah. So this is the only time I got to see three black people on screen at the same time. Lando and Rise of Skywalker is like Pimp Grandpa, though. Yeah. He really is. He Jeez. really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> black people in Star Wars. R.I.P. Any minority in Star Wars. If you ain't white in Star Wars, you don't have a future. I'm sorry. You'll you'll either be a drug dealer, or you'll just be irrelevant. <laughs> it's you, you get no. You, just love. Become, you get pushed to the sidelines. And I will also argue forever. Fen and Ray were the end game. I'm sorry. To, I, yeah. I'm, 
So it should have been should have been Finn and Ray. Thank you. I'm more of a I'm more of a Poe and Finn um, kind of guy. That's fa- I'll give you that one. But I mean that I, one too. So I, anything but Kylo and Ray. If Ray was gonna be a Jedi, it would be the whole Luke thing where she wouldn't have she would have either died with the Force or she wouldn't have had a future with anyone else. She would have been a Jedi. The Ray and Poe route. Um, Say what? Would Ew. Just that was in- interesting. Uh, so the original episode nine. Uh, would be Ray and Poe together. That's um, weird because the thing is, they weird. had no interaction until like literally the end of eight, like the last minute of eight. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have worked at all. I, I'm, I will forever be a Finn and Ray person from the beginning, but yeah, but but Finn and Rose would have been fine too. Finn and Rose also would have been fine. Yeah, Finn, Finn, Rose would be fine. Finn with any either of those three would have been fine. Finn with anyone. <laughs> You could, put, you could put you could put Finn with anyone. Put him with BB-8. I, the, the man's That's Poe. Poe and, po and BB-8. What are you talking about? Poe and BB-8? Yeah, you're right. Put Finn, put Finn with that jacket. Alrighty. Ladies and gents, here's our final ranking for Committed Critics. Committed Critics is final ranking of the Star Wars movie saga. In F tier, we have Solo and the Rise of Skywalker. In D tier, we have Attack of the Clones. In C tier, we have The Phantom Menace. The Force Awakens, and Rogue One. In B tier, we have A New Hope and The Last Jedi. In A tier, we have Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith. And in S tier, we have the God tier movie, Empire Strikes Oh, don't Back. even say God tier. Oh, Jesus. I, I threw up in my mouth a little. God tier. You know, <laughs> this was this entire tier God list is made kicking and screaming. This is not, this is a horrible reflection. I was, I vote, I needed an extra person. I need someone on my side. I need Ryan, a- there is no one in the Star Wars universe on your side on this one. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a few people. Oh, you can, you, you sure can. They're, it's, uh, they're on Twitter somewhere. <laughs> I know a few people who, who, I actually know a few people personally who might back me up on some, on some of my decisions, but I'm hurt. I know a few people on Twitter thanks to a fight. A couple years ago, so Oof. yeah, you got a tw- you got a Twitter fight over yeah. last year. Yeah, uh, it was fun. <laughs> 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 I'm hurt that the prequels are so low and the originals are so high. Like we didn't rig it at all, dude. This is how it. This is just how it is. Stop the couch. Stop the couch. <laughs> 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 am I, dude, am I, tr- I don't want to be him i don't want to be him you can't lump me in the same audience as him you became yeah. the very thing you swore to destroy you know what <laughs> if that's the case i'll go i'll go down with it i'll if i have to be evil on this on this i'm the evil one here fine you done that but yourself. I, I respect the st- i respect the actual lore of star wars i don't care about film and critic criticism your anger and your lust for power. I'm fine with that. I'll burn on lava. I'll burn on lava happily. Because you want to know what? At the end of the day, Anakin fucked. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Well, well that is. Yeah. Ryan, I love you. The season finale. <laughs> I love you too, Ryan. Oh, I hate you. I hate you! Oh, Jesus. Rip. That is the season finale of season <laughs> one of Committed Critics. Um... Will Ryan return? <laughs> Will Ryan return in season two? Um, I might I pull an order sixty six on the order on committee critics. I just pull pull Ryan aside after we're done recording. He's like, "Hey, uh, Ryan, um, uh, you're fired. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're letting you I go." Know, I might pull. I'll pull. I'm pulling an order sixty six. I'm gonna get you guys. I forgot to say, you, Ryan. There's some last minute reshoots we gotta do, and you have to have a, bo- a thing of rebar go through your gut, and we have to write you off. Oh wow, jeez, I'm. So- Give me the Tommy Merlin oh, treatment. Boy. You know what? If that, I, I'm, I'm afraid when we do the MCU tier list, because that's when I'm gonna have to, fu- have to fight to get oh, Thor Ragnarok God. and F tier, and <laughs> that will be a that just that will be that just won't happen. That's just not. I know it won't happen. Say that right now. But as long as it hits C tier and no doesn't go higher than that we'll be good we'll be good kevin kevin where would you put ragnarok if you had right now uh, i would put it in uh, either b or yeah, a same. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede for b just so i don't have to fight any longer than that i yeah. can with that it, it, deser- it deserves an f but i'll put it in b maybe a d maybe a d well but I'll that is just your opinion but yeah well ryan is definitely a committed critic uh <laughs> very committed well too committed my entire soul and being so you guys can follow us at Twitter at Committed Crits. That is C O M M I T T E D C R I T S. You can uh, support us on Patreon, give us some cash, so we can just keep this up and running on Podbean and all your favorite streaming sites. You can watch this video, like we said earlier, on YouTube.com/slash KFM Studios. Th- a special thanks to our sound engineer Jordan Smearman, and we'll see you guys in four weeks 
for the season two premiere. Bye bye. Dark side will win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>